how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, Hoops Handicappers? Thanks for streaming today's Bet Slippin' NBA Podcast. It's your host, Jeff Clark. We're recording on Wednesday, February 16th. There's an 11 game slate in the association tonight. I have three best bets. Um, all of them I wrote this morning for sportsbookwire.usatoday.com, the presenting website of this podcast. And I did so under the or against the typical sportsbook odds, which are the which is the sponsor of this website. I'll go ahead and read an ad for them um, at some point in this podcast. But I struggled yesterday in Tuesday's best bets. I went one and two. Um, I missed with the 76ers plus two and a half. Thank God I didn't lightning bet that game. Boston, the Boston Celtics drilled the Philadelphia 76ers 135 to 87. Uh, not much analysis to give you. Um, the scores, uh, pretty self explanatory. Boston, um, hit most of its shots. The Philadelphia 76ers missed most of their shots. Uh, Boston just has been rolling, and they look great yesterday. Philly has been playing well over the past um, six weeks, but just got dump trucked by the Boston Celtics last night. I uh, can't say much more than it was a terrible pick, and I only hope, or I hope you only put one unit on it, as did I, and we could just take our loss here and move on. Uh, the next loss that we took hurt a little more. Um, we got the or we missed with the Minnesota Timberwolves laying six and a half against the Charlotte Hornets. They were at home. Um, the closing line was around six, and the Timberwolves beat the Charlotte Hornets one twenty six and one twenty in overtime, which pushed the closing line. I actually wrote it up yesterday, and by the time it was published, uh, Tipico's price got down to five and a half. So any of the like the um, written or any of the fans of my written work uh, probably got the best number or got got the best number whereas listeners of this podcast got the worst number however I can only grade my bets according to the numbers that I give out to you guys in the podcast and I gave out T-Wolves six and a half and they uh, couldn't get it done so um, it's just another reminder that um, Tipico Sportsbook A is only available in Colorado and New Jersey I know most of you aren't from Colorado and New Jersey so be sure to always shop around for the best numbers when giving out one of these picks. Um, but either way, my score or record is is um, against typical sportsbook odds. So uh, Minnesota almost covered in overtime. Um, candidly, they, they kind of owed me one. I tweeted about this yesterday. I lost in overtime with Minnesota plus points, seriously, like four times last season. So it would have been nice if they had uh, – paid it back a little bit for me and got the the ATS cover or uh, cover for me for us in the uh against the Hornets last night but whatever uh, that was our second loser and our third winner or excuse me the third game our sole winner yesterday was the Dallas Mavericks over the Miami Heat uh they beat them 107 to 99 the closing line on that was plus six I think I gave it a three and a half so um, if you waited until closer to tip-off, which I didn't even instruct you to do, you got a hell of a number. I also said sprinkle on the money line, so obviously that money line got much fatter as the game got closer to tip-off, but I got the worst of the number. Um, that stinks, but 
my analysis was spot on, and, and Dallas deed Miami up like crazy. They allowed just 40 second half points out of the Miami Heat. So it was a hell of a defensive effort for Dallas. We cashed uh, with the Mavericks plus three, and I hope you sprinkled on the money line as well as I did to mitigate that other those other two losses. But um, I got three best bets in today's slate. Before I give you the best bets and talk about the games, I'm going to go ahead and read, or I'm going to shout out the sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader, and they're now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with their fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. A special welcome bonus is available to all the listeners of this podcast. You can get it at bone. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. Must be 21 or older to play. So please see their website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so my three best bets in the Wednesday, February 16th NBA slate. I'm taking the Raptors, Toronto Raptors money line over the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm taking the Denver Nuggets plus three and a half in the first half. It's an alternate spread, um, and it's available on most books, and they're visiting the Golden State Warriors. And then I'm going to take the plus four and a half, the Los Angeles Lakers, who are hosting uh, the Red High Utah Jazz. Um, let's circle back though and break down some of these games or break down all three of these games and best bets. The Raptors um, uh, started as an underdog against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves or opened as an underdog. They've been steamed up to a one and a half point favorite, but we're just going to take the money line, which is ac- actually at Raptors minus 115, according to Tipico. Might be cheaper at whatever books you can get it at. Um, and, and please, I, I hope I don't have to say this, but. Um, I'm going to anyways. Um, I, I hope you guys don't think I'm emotional about any of these bet outcomes. I'm not. I mean, I handle this as professionally as as one could. I have no ill will towards the Timberwolves for not covering that six and a half points last night against Charlotte. And it's really not even a big part of the handicap. Um, it does further uh, strengthen the, the Toronto's case of being... Um, being tough when having a rest edge and Minnesota struggling on the second of a back-to-back, which I'll talk about in a second, only because Minnesota just played a tough, hard-nosed overtime game against a pretty good Charlotte team that took them down to the wire. So I think they should even be more fatigued entering this game. But uh, the the foundation of of me liking the Raptors outright against the Timberwolves here is, is Toronto head coach Nick Nurse is in a in – a, a defensive mastermind, and he does a pretty good job of scheming against Carl Anthony Towns, Minnesota's all-star big. Cat only averages uh, 17.6 points per game um, on 48% shooting and 9.6 rebounds in his five games versus Toronto since Nick Nurse was hired as their head coach. All of those are below his career marks. And Nick Nurse is known to develop or employ several different defensive schemes, zone schemes, and Carl Anthony Towns isn't your average big man. He takes a lot of shots outside the paint, likes to put the ball on the floor, and that's a that's a recipe for disaster against Toronto, who can um, who likes to get into zone or will get into zone and like the pressure ball handler. So if Toronto or excuse me, if Cat was to put the ball on the floor a lot in this game, I think he can get it stripped, and I think that's where he'll get into trouble. 
Also, Toronto's very deep at wing, uh, which could be an issue versus Minnesota, especially if they're missing um, their second-year uh, small forward, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards exited in Minnesota's uh, victory over Charlotte in the first half with an ankle injury. I anticipate he's going to be out for the second of a back-to-back for Minnesota. And uh, Siakam is, uh, Pascal Siakam, the Toronto small forward, is someone who I specifically want to shout out. This guy has been just lighting it up this month. He's averaging 26 points per game on 64% true shooting, which breaks down to 58% from the field, 40% from three, and 74% from the line. He's got 10.1 rebounds, five assists per game, and has a plus 15 net rating in eight games in February. So he's balling. And Toronto's really deep at wing with OG Ananobi and rookie Scotty Barnes. Also, both have pretty similar tendencies, but Toronto's just most, more efficient. Uh, both like to create turnovers and get out in transition, but Toronto's second in points off of turnovers allowed per game and fifth in fast break points per game, whereas Minnesota uh, allows a 26 or is 26 in fast break points per game allowed. So they play pretty terrible transition defense. And um, and Toronto doesn't give the ball up a lot. So I also, as I mentioned earlier, um, I like the spot because Toronto is good with a rest edge and Minnesota struggles on no rest. Uh, Minnesota's three and five straight up on the second of a back-to-back and Toronto's seven and three straight up when playing teams on the second of a back-to-back. And they have a f- plus 5.7 adjusted net rating and plus 1.9 ETS differential again, in those spots. So let's take the Toronto Raptors money line over the Minnesota Timberwolves. The next game I'm looking at, I'm going with the Denver Nuggets. First half alternate spread, which I got it at 3.5 minus 130. Again, this is available at most regulated sports books. Um, I checked that out already. Denver's won back-to-back games over Toronto and Orlando entering this one. Golden State has won three of its last, or has lost three of its last four, including its last on Valentine's Day to the Los Angeles Clippers, one nineteen to one hundred four, um, and 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 that's part of the rationale why I like Denver here. They've just been in better form the last two weeks. Uh, Denver's ninth in adjusted net rating and eleventh in ATS differential, whereas Golden State's twenty first in adjusted net rating and thirtieth in ATS differential at minus ten point seven. ETS differential over the last two weeks. Also, this is a game where the absence of Draymond Green can loom large. Um, his um, interior defense would be much needed or could be uh, could be a real help to Golden State in the spot against Nikola Jokic. Also, more specifically, or more importantly, I guess, um, and the foundation of this handicap is Denver's very profitable in the first half and Golden State is not. Uh, Denver's fifth in ATS return on investment for the first half, and they have a 32-24-1 against the spread record in first halves. Golden State has the third worst ATS ROI in first half in the first half and are 24-34 ATS in the first half. Um, also, that um, over the past three games, Denver has covered all three of their first half spreads. Golden State has lost all three of their first half spreads, and Denver has a plus 7.0 scoring margin in the first half over the last three games. Um, We want to avoid the second half or the full game total, excuse me, uh, Denver's full game spread because they tend to melt down in the second half and Golden State heats up. Golden State has the 
best second half scoring margin at plus 5.4 points per game and Denver is ranked 23rd with a minus 1.6 second half scoring margin so um, the value is in Denver's first half spread I like it at plus two and a half for what it's worth but I did buy an extra point um, for Nuggets plus three and a half at minus 130 which is the price I'll give it out here uh, final best bet I'm going with the Lakers plus four and a half and probably the squarest spot one could 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 bet into i mean lebron james in prime time with the lakers against the jazz team who's gotten it going over the past six games feels pretty square um utah again is straight up six and zero over the last six five and one against the spread they crushed houston 135 to 101 um i believe monday and rudy gobert's return from a nine game hiatus LA is 0-3 straight up. They're 1-2 against the spread in their last three. They just lost 117-115 to Golden State um, Saturday. So it's like they just they just covered against one of the best teams in the league who was actually trending down. So that cover probably isn't as strong as it looks, which makes me feel like this pick is even square. Um, but LA is well rested and they beat Utah at home 101 95 as five and a half point underdogs earlier this season. Utah was pretty much at full strength and LA was missing Anthony Davis, but there is reverse line movement in LA's direction. Most of the money in the public is on Utah, but the jazz are getting cheaper, which always is a red flag. Why would the sports book sports books make the more popular side cheaper? Um, so that's suspicious. Also, this is where I get into Narrativeville a little bit. I think Utah is frauds. I've always thought they were frauds. Um, they're obviously a strong regular season team. At least they have been over the past few seasons. And if you bet them in the regular season, you'd be up a lot of money. Except this year, they've regressed um, with their ATS record this season. And I think in a primetime spot with LeBron, with AD, with the Lakers, well-rested and really needing this game, I'm going to take them over a Jazz team that they've just – played better than um or excuse me uh have they've had the jazz's number um recently at least when they come to la the jazz are one five and one or one and five against the spread versus the lakers in their last six games in los angeles also i really like how la's offense matches up with utah's defense um la loves to push the pace especially russell westbrook and even uh, lebron james will get out in transition on offense uh, and Utah has the fourth worst defensive efficiency versus transition offense. So they're bad in transition. And um, L.A. does have turnover problems, right, especially Russell Westbrook. But Utah, their defense doesn't force a lot of turnovers. In fact, they have the second worst defensive turnover rate, which is kind of surprising in the league. So I think the Lakers will be able to get into its half-court offense. I think they'll have success when they get out in transition. And I'll take the four-and-a-half points with LeBron with AD in prime time, as square as it sounds. Perhaps it's not that square because, again, most of the money and public is on Utah, which is making L.A., um, I guess, cheaper or more expensive. It It's reducing their spread. So, again, that's that's puzzling. But we'll go with the Lakers plus 4.5, hosting the Utah Jazz um, on top of the Denver Nuggets plus 3.5 in the first half at the Golden State Warriors, and then we're taking the Raptors' money line in Minnesota playing the Timberwolves. Those are your three best bets. Best of luck whether you fade or follow me. Hopefully we can get back on a winning track. I'm just 3-3 three and three, 
uh, this week, 56 and 41 this year. So um, I'll be at officially 100 games after uh, tonight. So hopefully I can. Uh, so hopefully I can get close to 60 percent and win all three and 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 ride into my next hundred games um, on a strong note. But best of luck whether you fade or follow me, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.